0: Hello, hello. Welcome back for episode 11. I want to thank all our listeners for coming back, and I want to thank all our hosts for coming back. We're here. We're doing this. This is Jess on the mic. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Boko. Boko, wow. Boko. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jess. I have to start all over. I was looking at, like, <laughs> both of you at the same time. <laughs> no, I like this. Keep it rolling. Don't okay. laugh. Doing this, so we have both Sarah, and Janea We are, we are, we are in an interesting mood collectively and individually. So it's going to be a really fun episode. Um, today we're talking about traveling, vacation, somewhere we all want to be right now. But before um, we get into that, <clears throat> I just want to check in with my fellow host. So actually we're recording on a Monday today, which is a a little unusual, but um, so since we're kind of at the beginning of the week, I wanna ask you guys, what was the highlight of last week for you and what are you looking forward to in this
1: week? Hi, um, well, my week was stressful, but my weekend was good. Um, I don't wanna tell myself too much here. Um, since COVID is over. I don't know if you guys have heard. Mm, um, <laughs> that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> so, COVID cool. is over. So I was out in the sun, which I really needed because last week was very stressful. And the next probably couple months are going to be very stressful. But um, I took like a, a day trip here to um, Santa Barbara and o- mm-hmm. OJ supposed to say oh hi but i say okay (laughs) okay all right so um so actually my weekend i had a a pretty good weekend not gonna lie but then it's back to real life
0: well they say work hard play hard so yeah i hate that work hard part yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) well what are you looking forward to in this busy work week Oh,
1: nothing in this busy work week. <laughs> well, what about the weekend then? <laughs> oh, um, I've been asked by um some friends to go hiking on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen them since before the pandemic happened. So, I'm gonna go hiking.
0: Okay, very nice. All right, Jenea, hit us. I best. had to look at the
2: calendar to see. anything about last week. Um, you know, my life is really busy with school and everything. Um, so it kind of feels like every single day is the same, but yet drastically different from the day before. So it's this like really weird, uh, paradox that I'm in right now. Um, but I, I will say that last week was, um, was kind of cool because I'm trying to sell my business And even though I haven't necessarily found a buyer, I did find someone who's potentially interested, um, which, you know, forced me to contact a few people that I just have not made time to contact. So it was kind of nice just to get that conversation going, like whether or not it happens is another story. But um, that definitely was the highlight of my week last week, just kind of living in that hope, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and then for this week, um, (laughs) again, there's. I'm getting my dog groomed this week, so that's <laughs> exciting. I always like it after she's groomed; she's so cute. So, yeah. It's not even that; Very she's cute. just much. She's just much cuter to look at when she's mm. all, you know, perfectly done. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's really not much different with this week than last week as far as school and work and, you know, just trying to manage it all. Um, okay. so yeah, sorry. I wish I had something more exciting. Oh, you're. Oh, I'm so basic. I also am meeting a brand new personal trainer tomorrow. So actually that I am definitely looking forward to that. I don't know how good this person will be, but I'm excited to find out. Is it a man? Girl, no. I tried. (laughs) I I tried. I tried. But this this I I contacted three different trainers and one said they don't have room. The other one hasn't contacted me back and he's the one I actually want to meet with. Um, And then the other one was super fast. So it's a woman. She owns the gym though. So I'm thinking her stake in it will be a little bit more than my past trainers.
1: Okay. Okay. I know they're laughing because I asked if it was a man, but it's because of the prior conversations we we've had about her wanting a man trainer. I'm still laughing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I well, I've only ever Okay, so the only guy trainer I ever had was my boxing coach, like 15 plus years ago. And other than that, all my trainers have always been women. But the last two in particular, it was like, I don't know, women can just be so moody. I don't want to sit here and bash women. But (laughs) I just, yeah, it
1: just,
2: I was just telling Boko like I when I would go into the last my last trainer like first of all I really liked her but the longer I went without seeing her the more I realized that I just never knew which version of her I was mm-hmm. getting when I went in. Mm-hmm. And so I just think I think a guy would be a lot more consistent and um yeah and I mean I'm all about like female empowerment and i love when women work together successfully i love there's nothing that can build you up like another woman i, I truly 100 believe that and feel that um however they have to be the woman that is willing to do that and leave their personal life outside of the gym or mm-hmm. you know it's my it's my job to come in and be stressed and moody that's why i hired you <laughs> you know but But for you to be the one that's like stressed and moody, making me stressed out and I'm just trying to hear, you know, to to burn some calories or whatnot and get strong. I don't know. Anyway, I'm diverting. Point (laughs) is Yeah. I just I don't want to like be taken wrong here. I just wanted to experience if it was any different.
0: Yeah.
2: At the end of the day, it could be me, right? So Mm-hmm. The common denominator is that I am the person involved in both of these scenarios. So. I mean, but it's
0: your money so you should get what you want. So, you know, I
2: agree. <laughs> I agree. Thank you, Jess.
0: <laughs> All right, Sarah. Same question.
3: All right. Um yeah, mine wasn't as exciting um as you girls. I did my mom's hair which was like the highlight cuz It took a long time, (laughs) but I finished and I was like, wow, because it's been a pretty stressful time because she's going through a divorce. I'm going through it right with her. So I felt like we wanted to do um, something nice. I wanted to take her to a salon, but I couldn't. um, The one that I wanted to go to was not going to be open. So I was like, "Okay, let me just do it at home. So I did it. So I feel like I'm a hairstylist now. Yeah, Um, and she looks beautiful. And, you know, um, with my work, because I work for 10s, so my work days are pretty long, sometimes more than the 10 hours, obviously. But on the other side, I do have three-day weekends. But now, since COVID happened, we've been doing – so every two weeks on Wednesday, we work from home, which working from home is like a weekend for us because we have – we. We can only do like some reading, and that's about it. Because we work with machines, which we don't have at home, so a work from home is not like we're not computer people.
1: Sarah um, is a
3: scientist, you guys. (laughs) You know that she's a scientist. You're a scientist. I I work with scientists. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then I get to like have the four day weekend every two weeks, but that's gonna go away soon. So that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking forward to that. What? So, We're talking about yeah. highlights. I know,
2: <laughs> isn't that a shame? My highlight like,
3: hmm. <laughs> was enjoying my one of my few last <laughs> four okay, day weekend. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what are you looking forward to this week?
3: Oh, I mean, I don't really have much plan. I think I'm just looking forward to resting. Mm -hmm. really. I really want to rest because I feel like the weekend goes by really fast. So I really want to rest. And last weekend, actually, um, I got to see some in-laws, which it had been a long time. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice because all my nephews and nieces are all like, you know, growing up. So it would be nice to like, it was nice to hang out with them last weekend. So it'd be nice to like take a little break I say that now but watch me do something
0: (laughs) yeah knowing you uh,
3: yeah (laughs)
0: right (laughs) okay well for me my mine are very very simple you know I'm a I'm a low-key person so my highlight last week was that I perfected my sangria recipe um I mean chef's kiss Mm. it is just like it is an experience it's like it's like a layered experience. I'm I'm really into it. Hit me up if you want the recipe. I was um, gonna say,
2: are you gonna share with the recipe? You know what?
0: You 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 gotta you gotta reach out. I gotta know you want it. I'm not just gonna <laughs> give it for free.
1: Oh, I was gonna say before we move on that I uh, wanted to highlight too this weekend is I have ran into one of our faithful listeners, which I had no idea he was. And I told him mm-hmm. I promised him I would shut him out. So mm. Um, shout out to, drum roll please, um, Karan (laughs) Green, I think that's his last name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I ran into him, and then he told me he's been listening, which I really had no idea. And he, like, was telling me our episodes and what he liked, and I was very, very pleased and happy. So, um, yeah. So, shout out to him. Shout out to Karan.
0: You know, I want to say, um... <clears throat> he, yeah, he had reached out. He had reached out when we, um, you know, when we started the podcast, but I, w- I didn't know he was still listening. So that's good to know. I feel like we have a lot of, you know, silent admirers, if I can call it that. So y'all don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid to let us know how you feel. <laughs> we, we would love to hear it. Um, <laughs> now, okay, let me talk about what I'm looking forward to this week. So I have my sangria recipe all locked and loaded for the summer. So I'm looking forward to, I just started, I just found this new podcast that I'm like obsessed with. I had been in like a really, like a podcast lull besides our podcast, of course. Um, They read like one star Yelp reviews. It is so funny. Like they have my perfect sense of humor and it's a brother and sister that do the podcast. So it's like their siblings. So they, you know, they're, they're like, their back and forth is so funny. And then I just feel like I'm just like sitting in on their like conversations and I'm obsessed. So I'm going to drink sangria and listen to that podcast and literally like I'm laughing out loud. Like they're so funny. So, okay, let, let, let's talk about vacation. So first of all, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a vocabulary person. I'm a definition person. So do you think that the words vacation and trip are like interchangeable or like How are they different? And I'm just going to go ahead and start. I feel like you can take, I feel like a trip is you, you know, going to a location. You could go on a trip to visit family or, you know, for like, even like something work related. It's a trip. But vacation is like, you're relaxing, you know, like you don't have an itinerary. You're like chilling.
2: I think when I read this, I thought of like how... Like, the British will call a vacation a holiday, but they don't call, like, a business trip a holiday. It's right. like, they're going on a business trip. So, I think that, like, that alone kind of makes the difference. But, I mean, I tell people, oh, I'm going on a trip, and they're like, oh, I hope it's for fun, right? But if I say, mm-hmm. oh, I have vacation, no one's thinking, like, oh, you're going to be working. So, right. I, I think I think I do think of them differently, even though I use them interchangeably. Right, right. Because I guess my thing is, like,
0: I've been on several trips in my life, but I've only been on, like, a very small, you know, handful of, like, what I would consider a vacation. Like, usually when I travel, I'm going to see someone or I'm going to, like, explore a city. I'm not really, like, relaxing, you know, chilling by a pool or something. So I feel like I call those, like, trips. And I guess my thing is, like, now I'm thinking about, you know, the last year and a half of you know, sitting in the house, I really want to take like a vacation, like I want to go somewhere where they have like drinks with umbrellas and just like, you know, have like a stack of books and like turn my phone off.
3: Yeah, I feel like a vacation is definitely like, I go on a vacation and I'm not gonna work whatsoever. And I don't mean like, you know, just like, working to like get paid but like even small things like cooking i'm not gonna go on a trip and try to be cooking well see i use them (laughs) (laughs) vacation trip trip, there you go i'm not gonna go on a vacation and try to like go and cooking like a full-on meal i'm gonna want to go out to restaurants and be you know catered to type of thing so that's how i think of a vacation at least
2: I was just gonna say, I also think a vacation doesn't have, you don't have to travel for vacation. Mm-hmm. Vacation vacation just means mm-hmm. time off, I think. Yeah. Whereas like a trip, you're always gonna be leaving.
0: And I think that's my thing. I prefer to take trips um, t- to explore and all that. If I'm gonna do a vacation, honestly, it's like you said, I'll go to like San Diego or you know Santa Barbara, like Boko did. And literally, like if I just wanna chill, I don't even think a plane ticket like is, needs to be involved. I'll, I I would save that for like, you know, a fun destination where I'm going to be exploring a lot. If I just want to relax, I would do something more local, like a weekend, you know, in San Diego or something.
2: Yeah. I, I, I want to take one of those vacations so bad. Like relax vacation mm-hmm. all my trips all my trips all my vacations whatever um all my trips are always like like you said they're it's it's always about like an adventure or to experience something new mm-hmm. um, but one of these days i'm gonna get my beach trip i've been yeah. saying that for years it's gonna happen
0: all right so what are your top three like trips slash vacations you know destinations that you have you know you've experienced in your lifetime?
1: I couldn't come up with three. Maybe after I give mine and then you guys say yours, I'll be like, mm. oh, that's right. But um, top of my head, number one was Guadeloupe. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really liked it. I thought it was so much fun. And also I hadn't been in a French speaking place in a very long time. So it was just fun to go and like have everyone speak French and the TV be in French, which always blows my mind every time I go somewhere and the TV or the radio is in French, like I just cannot stop smiling. Um, And so um, Obed and Corinne lived there. So And they lived like maybe like a five minutes walk from the beach and literally every day. So like I blended and then we went to the beach. And then after that, it was like, every day is beach day. And by the third day, I was exhausted. But they're like, every day is beach day. We have to go. Um, which no one would probably complain. But I did. I was tired. Um, so definitely love Guadalupe. I think it was beautiful. People are very nice. And uh, my number two uh, will probably have to be uh, Hawaii. Um, I mean, I've only been to two islands, Lanai and Oahu. But I love them both. Um, so I'm just going to say two for now. Okay.
0: <clears throat>
1: I would say
3: my number one would probably be Australia. I mean, we had, that's where we went for our honeymoon. So it was a blast. And the place we were staying at, we were in the city called Kearns. And it's Northeast Australia. And it was very tropical. So, um, was very enjoyable so I would say that's my number one so far on places that I've been to my number two would probably have to be Dominican Republic Mm -hmm. I mean same thing I went to visit some friends there they were living close to the beach it was I mean it was just that vacation vibe (laughs) that was it (laughs) just going to the beach all the time just chilling you know so that was nice Um, number three would have to be I want to say Switzerland. Mm-hmm. That was really
2: nice. I had a good time there. Yeah, I think, I think I'll stick with Switzerland. Um, my number one, hands down, I'm going to cheat here because I'm going to combine them. They were two separate trips, but they were the same purpose. Um, but Israel and Turkey, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> just being able to see my, you know, spiritual heritage, it just, I guess I just kind of always grew up not really knowing where I belong. And there was something about being in both of those places and seeing these historical sites that I've only ever read Mm -hmm. from the Bible just kind of gave me this sense of belonging that I had never really experienced. And, you know, my mom dying so young, not really knowing her side of the family or any of my Italian relatives Um, I don't know. It just kind of completed me being there. It was like, well, I don't need to know them. Like I got to walk the same path Jesus did (laughs) or whatever. So um, anyway, it was really, really cool. Just, you know, all the spots, you know, being on the sea of Galilee and seeing Jerusalem for the first time. And then in Turkey we visited the seven congregations that are mentioned in the book of revelation and just a really phenomenal experience. Um, One I get goosebumps every time I think about and something I would recommend everyone to do if they can, um yeah floating in the dead sea that was pretty cool too um (laughs) and not to mention the food food was great um okay so anyway uh my second one would would probably be my first for sure if it wasn't for Israel and Turkey um but was my very first time to Cayman Islands And my friend Maggie shout out to Maggie she deserves millions of shout outs um but she put together this amazing um experience. I mean, I don't know what else to describe it. Not only did I get my beach trip, but I got to meet a bunch of new people who are still in my life to this day. In fact, Emma, you guys heard from her mm-hmm. last time. I mean, that's how I met Emma was in Cayman. So um, being in Cayman gave me um, just lifelong friendships. And and also Maggie knows how to throw a party and take care of people. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I, I want to say so much more about her um, and what she did for us. It was just really amazing. But um, obviously I should probably move on. And then my third one, um, it's kind of a toss up, but I, it's like, I want to say Aruba because it was really great. So I'm, I'm name dropping here so I can get in a couple more. Um, but no, I, I would also say Australia. Um, I got to go to Australia and New Caledonia in one trip and, um, just the, I snorkeled for the first time in New Caledonia, which is, it's North of, excuse me it's north of New Zealand so it's off the coast of Australia there and um just the fish you know just seeing I I saw fish without fins they like their their tail is like split that's how they swim it's like weird stuff man it was like really cool though (laughs) I really I mean it was just like everything was so it was like stuff I only read about since a child, like kangaroos. I got to have a kangaroo burger. It was delicious.
3: Mm, that's um, what Oki had, I think.
2: Yeah. Oh, was it yeah, a it's...
3: crocodile burger? One of the two.
2: Oh, I wish I could have tried crocodile. I totally. <laughs> but no, it was really, it was a very, it was a life-changing experience. I mean, my reasons for going also really made a difference. But just being there all in all was, was amazing. Okay. Well, okay. So I'm gonna put a disclaimer
0: before I name my places because you will notice that they are all in the continental. Is that what you call it? The the continental U.S. Um, because I don't have a passport.
2: Um,
3: <laughs> and like, very you know, American, I must say. And,
2: well, and yet, shoot. and yet, you're hosting a travel episode. And <laughs> this
0: episode is inspired by my desire to get out of the U.S. And last year was actually going to be um, my first, you know, international trip. Shout out to Priska, We were gonna, I was gonna go to her wedding in France. Um, but, you know, there's this little thing called like COVID-19 that kind of prevented <laughs> me from doing that. So, <laughs> um, you know, oh, that, that was just was, a
2: small thing. It was it's just like
0: this thing that kind of like possibly affected the entire world, you know? So I did not get to, you know, fulfill that, you know, that, or, you know, Mm -hmm. succeed in that plan. So yeah, travel, like, it's always something, you know, growing up, we didn't travel. I I didn't, I I hadn't been on a plane. and I didn't go on a plane until I was like 16, um, 15, 16. So it's always, I have a lot of anxiety surrounding like the airport, not, not being on a plane. I don't care about being on a plane. I just have all these irrational fears about like, I'm going to miss my flight or I bought my ticket from a fake website and I'm going to get there and they're going to say, you don't have a ticket for this flight. It's, it's irrational. Like I said, so, um, yeah, traveling has always been like something that I've wanted to do, but like also something that gave me like a lot of anxiety. So, um, yeah, I, I, I haven't left the U S yet, but I, I did just, um, I, I just, for my passport or whatever so
2: Yay, i don't think it's gonna happen this year yeah that's
0: <laughs> that's huge this you know well i kind of mentioned it in the last episode i'm like i'm done being like this scaredy cat weirdo so i'm i'm you know <laughs> i'm doing all the things that i didn't want to do so yeah i got my passport but shout out to being born in 1991 apparently my birth certificate is like not like valid or whatever. So I have to get like a new birth certificate and then I can apply for my passport. So whatever. it's The wheels are rolling. It's happening. Probably not this year, but next year.
2: Jess, you're not that far behind where I was because my first flight wasn't until I was 17. And I actually had your irrational fear come true on my flight return flight home. They, Don't I had a flight attendant like, like running me to the gate to get me on the plane in time. But anyway, um, and I was like under 18, so they had to take care of me. But anyway, um, <laughs> and then, um, I didn't get my passport till 27. So, okay.
0: Well, hopefully I'll get mine before I turn 30. Um, my birthday is in November. So, you know, just, just depends on how fast the government, you know runs me my passport but um <laughs> let me let me say my top three um so definitely number one it's more of a destination because I've definitely traveled there a few times but like the New York New Jersey area um that's you know the city you have the upstate area it's just it's everything for me I love I love being in that area um and then Uh, New Orleans, that was just like a really fun trip. Um, And that was also my first experience in the South. Actually, to date, it's my only experience. So we'll talk more about that later. And then um, Chicago, Chicago was actually a three in one trip because I took a road trip to um, Columbus, Ohio. So I did, I got, I went to Chicago and then we drove through Indiana and Ohio. So I got to experience the Midwest. so, and I saw Hamilton, you know, um, so that was just like a great trip. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, the U.S. is cool, too. You know, there's some cool places to see. <laughs> but... A lot of cool
2: places. It's
3: huge. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Huge.
2: Yeah. And it changes terrain so much, you know, state to state. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there mm-hmm. is a lot of, real- as you were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, I loved New York and I remember yeah. my first time to California even and mm-hmm. I take it. Uh, yeah, just yeah, there's cool. So I mean, even you should get to Alaska and and I've never been to Hawaii, so I can't talk about there. But mm, yeah, I mean, I'd like, to hit,
0: I'd like to hit every state. But, you know,
2: I think for now,
0: I don't I don't think I'm going to take any more, you know, U.S. trips. I think my next thing is just to get out of the country. So <laughs> we'll talk about that later. OK, so have you ever taken a solo trip?
1: Many, okay. yeah, I've taken many solo trips. I Actually, enjoy traveling alone, and I've totally forgot all the places I've been alone. Out of my top three, my jeez, I can't even speak English. <laughs> uh, my top three, um, but love New York. I have been to New York. I mean, alone, it's still a, a trip in the United States, mm-hmm. even if you're traveling alone. Um, went to Puerto Rico um, alone. Uh, I did travel to Mexico alone. Of course, I met some friends there, but I did go there alone. Um, I went to Curacao also by myself. Um, where else? I enjoy traveling alone. Of course, I like being with friends too, but I definitely enjoy traveling alone. Like, I'm a scaredy cat in my real life, but when I travel alone, I'm not afraid. So I think it's very empowering. So, so when you,
0: okay. So you mentioned that Mexico, you met people there. So the other trips that you mentioned, you flew
1: alone, stayed alone, like that you weren't meeting anyone. You were solo, like. So in Puerto Rico, I ended up uh, having some friends link me up with some people. So I did meet, I didn't know them, but Mm -hmm. I did, I did end up like linking up with them. Curacao, I just went and then uh, I just ended up meeting some people and uh, it worked. Okay.
0: I'd love to do that one day. I think, you know, after I do my international trip, I'll do like a, so I've never done like a, I've, I've flown alone to meet, you know, other people there, but I've never, I've never taken a trip that was truly like, you know, without anyone else.
1: Do you have any fears of that? Or
0: what's the reason? I mean, mean, I'd listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. So there's a part of me that's just like, you know, if nobody knows, like, well, I'm, you know, I'd stay in a hotel probably. And so, or like Airbnb or something. And so then it's like, well, who's going to know if I didn't come back to the hotel at night and nobody would know I'm missing until like, I don't come back on my like return flight. And by then I could be like, you know, a dead person. So that's just, I guess that's, but that's not like what's stopping me from doing it. It's just like, yeah, I just have never had, I've just never thought about it. I've always just thought, you know, um, if I want to go on a trip, I'm either going to have someone, most of the time I meet, like I visit people I know, but if it's not that, then I'll, you know, if someone invites me to go somewhere, then I'll go. But I guess it's just, you know, I, I, I'm I not really the planner in any sense. I'm usually the one that's like the tag-along friend, so Um, I think, but I like what you mentioned about how, you know, in your real life, you're kind of maybe a little more like reserved or something, but on vacation, you kind of like on those solo vacations, it brings something out in you. I think I'd like to experience
2: that. My, my very first time flying was by myself. I was meeting up, but like, I didn't know how to do any of it at that time. Um, I was walked to my gate by someone you could do that at that time (laughs) so that tells you how long ago it was Um, but yeah I was I flew by myself I got off the flight you know and you're just you're paying attention to signs and trying to figure out where baggage is and even from there I didn't know how to get in touch with someone I didn't even own a cell phone at that time I was 17 and I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 18. So, yeah, so you're having to, like, find the public phone to, like, call over some kind of PA system. I don't know. It was so weird. It was San Francisco, too, so it's a big, a big airport. Um, but, yeah, I mean, since then, I, I've done a lot of trips alone. Actually, my first time into New York, I was by myself. Um, didn't know the subway system or anything. Just went in. I was given an address and they're also making myself sound so old there was no (laughs) like google maps on my phone at that time Mm. um that was actually it was a few months after um that was a few months after 9-11 so it was really trippy because it was really like solemn and everyone had face masks on the subways and stuff because of all the I guess there was a bunch of chemicals released when the buildings went down um and then we went to we went to ground zero and like you could only be two two blocks away but to see the buildings even two blocks away have all the glass blown out and you couldn't even stand outside for very long you'd have to like escape into a store just to catch your breath um even with the face covering and like just seeing the fences just covered in in memorable like in memorial or in memory of you know uh cards and flowers and Mm -hmm. pictures it It was terribly moving, terribly moving. So that was my very first time to New York. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I would say the the biggest trip I ever took by myself. um, And I'm like, I love traveling by myself. I love it. I do like having people with me, but there's a whole different flavor. So a lot of times I will travel and then meet up with Mm -hmm. other people. So like, you know, like even when I went to Israel and Turkey, um, both times I flew there and then like met up with my group you know so I just I like traveling alone um but my biggest trip was a three-month trip I took to Mexico and um in Puerto Rico so it was like all one trip but it was three months long um had never traveled out of the country before and yeah did that whole thing by myself 27 years old you can do it Jess you can do it
0: yeah (laughs) you know I think I just decided my international trip is going to be my solo trip
2: Hey! Yeah, yeah,
0: why not? You know, I'm I'm gonna be 30 years old. Like I can do it.
2: Just so <laughs> you know, Canada doesn't count.
0: No, no, I'm not going to Canada. Ooh, no <laughs> offense to Canadians, because we have like three percent of our listenership comes from Canada, which doesn't sound like <laughs> a lot. Saying,
2: but... I'm just saying it doesn't count as your first international. No, trip. That's no, all I mean, that's
0: not even a different <laughs> continent. Um, I could drive to Canada. No, I, no, I'm, well, we'll talk about destinations later on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be like sleep on a plane, you know, far.
2: Good. I'm happy for you. I'm excited.
0: Thank you. Um. So how do you guys pick your destinations? Like, you know, generally speaking.
1: I spin the globe and I go mini, 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 mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I, you know, I just kind of, it just comes kind of comes to me. It just like, I have ideas of places I've always wanted to go Mm -hmm. and it almost seems like, you know how the internet listens to you Mm -hmm. and I will keep seeing things, ads or something about the place. And it intrigues me. And I'll just, I mean, I start Googling, you know, things to do or I'll go on Instagram and look at, you know, how people tag the place Mm -hmm. and, um, That's how it goes. I mean, like I said, I have already like a few places that I want to go, but some of them also just pop up out of nowhere. And, you know, someone's like, oh, I went here or I see an ad for it. And and it's like, oh, this looks nice. Okay. That's kind of how it's been.
3: Yeah. Like when people, um, like friends would go somewhere, they would share. Usually Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the ways. Other places I will have people that I know there. And then they were like, okay, like I know someone there that I I have more of a push to go and visit. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, it's when people go visit and they talk about it or like they post pictures. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. I want to go too or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's generally what it is, except for Brazil. For some reason, since I've been young, since I was young, that's always been like my dream country to visit. And I've never Mm -hmm. been. So I think, I don't know. I think maybe it was soccer. People were just... People in my school just loved Brazilian <laughs> soccer players. Mm. So I kind of got influenced by that and I've always wanted to go to Brazil. And then like back home we used to watch those um, shows, telenovelas. Some of there were some of them were Brazilian so you would see Rio, Rio. <laughs> 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 you, would see, you would see Rio de Janeiro on there. I always wanted to go. So that would be like the only one mm. that was just came from that. yeah you know what um oh
0: okay specifically i want to ask you how did you pick your um honeymoon destination
3: oh that's a good question i wanted to go far because okie if you know okie he's um he'll travel he's not Mm -hmm. like a traveler like me but he'll travel but i felt like okay this is the honeymoon he's basically like which i have a funny story about the honeymoon but he's basically like we can go anywhere so i was just mm. like i want to go really far from here so something like something that would be difficult to go to on a normal basis like mm. if it's like nearby like mexico or i don't know cuz i thought about hawaii as well i was like that's close by we can take that trip anytime So that's one of the reasons for, and it's huge. I felt like maybe I can like do other things, you know? So I started like looking at places over there. I wanted something that's going to be nice. So Fiji was like the first location. And then I was like, what's close by Fiji that we can do as well? And then I was like, Australia, we can totally, I wanted to do New Zealand as well, but that was going to be too much. (laughs) So, and we didn't Mm -hmm. have enough time. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. So that's how it came about.
2: The thing is, is when you travel and especially as like a single person, I think, and then someone who owns their own business, like I don't really have to wait for vacation time. I can just make time. And I think the word kind of gets out. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. eventually people know that you like to travel and you're pretty pretty much always down to travel. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I should probably put that on a T-shirt, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm always down to travel no matter what. Um, And if I can swing it, I'm going to swing it just about anything. If I haven't experienced it, especially. And sometimes I would say a lot of times it's specials kind of like what Boko mentioned. In fact, my last trip, which we came home to COVID shutdown, down. Um, mm-hmm. But my last trip was to Portugal and it was the most incredible deal. And it was one of, it was actually, I, I mean, it would be really high up there on my favorite trips. The food was phenomenal. Just everything. It was so nice. Portugal's awesome. The people are so nice there. Um, but anyway, we were, my friend has never been to Vegas. So we were planning a trip to Vegas. So I'm looking at deals, you know, trying to figure, okay, how can we get like, you know, one of those hotel flight deals and everything I found was in like the 300 range, right? You can get some good deals. And some of them included dinner, all that. And all of a sudden travel zoo popped up. It was seven nights, not six nights, not seven days, but seven nights. Um, okay. So airfare, hotel. Um, the transfers, all of that um, was $499. It included tax everything. So I sent her a, a text and I just said, or we could go to Portugal. And she was like, "Uh, yes, please. And that's all we needed. So we booked that trip. It, so price again? Sorry. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, taxes, everything, bottom line, bottom price, $4.99. Bye. Round trip from Boston, seven nights, hotel paid for. Um, I think we had to pay $18 extra for airport transfers. Now you're talking
0: too much. $18, Yeah.
2: you. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we actually chose to pay an extra $50 so we could get as close to March as possible mm-hmm. because we wanted to get as close to the whale season because we actually didn't go to Portugal per se. We just chose to add on Lisbon, but we went to the Azores Islands. So even that much more special. Um, phenomenal. We went inside a hollowed out volcano like the, the way that mm-hmm. everything looks there, I can't even explain it. It was, it was a phenomenal trip and definitely more vacation than trip, trip, you know, but. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think I just realized subconsciously I made this episode to pick your guys' brain because I, <laughs> I know all three of you as traveling, like people who like to travel. And I've just realized like I literally, like I, I'm, this episode is my like, written or vocal guide to taking my trip so I'm literally it wow I'm a genius I just I have this all I can listen to this episode over and over and I'm gonna plan the perfect trip okay wow I'm impressed okay I'm impressed with Were myself yeah your chips,
3: thinking, yeah, I'm, your I'm, chips I'm a, and sunglasses
0: Man, That's be to so cool this is gonna be the best trip ever and you know what I'm gonna just put this in right here um if any of the listeners have, like, a travel suggestion for me as far as, like, a, a kind of, you know, low-key international trip that you, a solo, you know, an individual could take, please let me know what you loved about it, what you recommend. I'm I'm, you know, I'm going to start planning. So what, when you're traveling, like, are you what's your primary, like, goal? Like, if let's say you have, like, a certain, you know, number of days, whether it's, like, a three-day weekend or, a, you know, a 10-day trip or whatever. Are you more concerned with, like, trying to put as many things as possible? Like, Sarah mentioned, they didn't go to New Zealand because that would have been too much. Obviously, on your honeymoon, you especially want to, like, have a good time, not feel like you're, you know, on a strict itinerary in, itinerary. But, like, in general, are you more concerned with, like, Oh, I want to go to X, Y, and Z site. We have to do this this amount of things, or is it like, like I guess I'm saying, like, would you rather go to like one country for you know ten days, or like three countries in ten days? You know, or
3: you know that kind of idea. For me, three definitely three countries in ten days. I'm trying to hit as many things as I can possibly hit. Unless I'm with friends, I think I am a bit mindful of what everybody wants or something like that. But if it's just me. I would definitely do three countries in 10 days okay. <laughs> if I'm by myself.
0: Okay. I mean, having never traveled, I'm guessing still that, I, or, you know, travel internationally, mm-hmm. even for like, you know, US trips, I'd rather, I think I'd rather like feel like I fully, like, s- you know, soaked in like one city versus like, you know, hitting all these different locations. Of course, I, I, I can already see that when you're visiting another country, it would be different. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather see a few cities versus, like, you know, stay in one city for the whole time, because you can always come back and, you know, spend mm-hmm. more time somewhere. But yeah, when it, when it comes to international travel, I could see where you would want to, you know, maybe explore different parts of a country. But I think mm-hmm. for me still, I'd rather stay in, like, one country and try to like see different parts of it versus like, you know, people do that like Europe, you know, thing where they do like Venice and, you know, London Mm -hmm. and then France, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. Paris. Like, I don't think I would want to do that.
3: Mm. I feel like it's so convenient too, you know, so easy to do.
2: And I was going to say, I think that really would determine a lot of it is the convenience factor. Um, Back in the day when I used to travel, it was like, I think I kind of approached it with my poor girl mentality. Like, I'm never going to be able to afford this again. And I'm mm-hmm. never going to get to go anywhere ever again in my life. So it's like, let me get everything in as you know possible. Like, I'm just thinking one of my times to California was like, hit up the you know, Disneyland every single day. And then you got to do this mm-hmm. park and that park. And like, it's just everything is, you know, get as much as you can in. And I remember there was a time there where I was coming to California, like probably four or five times a year. And there was a point where I realized like, oh, I can do that next time. So, mm-hmm. and that kind of altered my mentality for future trips. Yes, there are certain places you go and you know, you're most likely probably not going to end up back there. You know, you're just more than likely not going to. And in those cases, yeah, you kind of want to get it in, make sure you get it in. Um, and then in other cases, it's so convenient to pop over to the town over, the country over, you might as well. Um, but I'm, I'm like Sarah, I'm like, let's fit in as much as we can. Um, But I would say in the last maybe five years, I definitely like I want a day where I can chill in bed. I want a day where I can really take a nice slow morning, enjoy the balcony that looks at the ocean. Like, why did I pay extra for that balcony if I can't sit on it and enjoy a nice leisurely cup of coffee? Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, I, I think there's a mix. I think it just depends on where you're going and then like what your purpose of that trip is cuz if i'm going somewhere to relax um that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna relax super hard <laughs> yeah
3: i think i'm hmm. more like that now i wish i was like that um a couple years ago cuz i mean i like find me 3 years ago i was like on the go i want to like do this i want to adventure 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 and we could have stayed in fiji for like an extra day but i was just like let's leave early literally an island. I mean, the beach was beautiful. This isolated island. We're at, we're like one of the two resorts on the island, literally. And so I'm just like, I'm bored. (laughs) I'm tired (laughs) of like laying on this beach, you know, and doing nothing. So then we cut our trip short. So I think we were only in Fiji for like two days. Cause I was just like, can we just, cause all the activities we had planned, most of the fun activities we had plans were in Australia. So I was just like, let's go, let's go. But there is a reason how we could actually cut it short too. But yeah. See,
2: now I can't relate to that at all. Like (laughs) 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 That was me then.
3: (laughs) I wish I like, because now that's what I want. I just want to lay on a beach for like five days straight. You know, I want to do that now. I wish I could have enjoyed it more then, but it's too late now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you have all those experiences too. And like, there's something about those experiences that even in the moment, if they feel kind of hectic, it just kind of brings comfort. And I love looking back at those pictures. And if I didn't try to fit it all in, I wouldn't have all those experiences.
1: Uh, On the choosing like what to do, like what the question you had Jess on Mm. three, you know, doing a lot of activities or whatever. For me, that is part of my planning. As in, when I choose a, a place, I start looking at, at activities. And that's kind of also how I decide where I'm going to go. So like, if I looked at a place and it has a lot of activities, then I would at least try to hit up a few. But if it's a place where you know it's more of a chill vibe, um, that's kind of how I go about it. Okay. I, When I'm by myself, I really just like to just take my time Sometimes I don't even leave the hotel or, the you know, wherever I'm staying. I just don't even leave because, like, I have not planned ahead for an activity. Mm-hmm. So I do that before. And then when I get there, then I do them. But if I haven't planned anything, then I just, like, I just chill and lounge.
0: Okay. I like that. Kind of like you you let the, play, the vibe of the place kind of dictate like, what type of vacation it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about destination. Future destination. Where do you guys want to go? Um, what What are your next, you know, trips that you have planned?
3: We were supposed to go um, back, homes. <laughs> back home. <laughs> <laughs> back we to were,
0: your homes.
3: Back to our homes. Yeah, we were supposed to go back home last year. Um, but it didn't happen last November. I had already requested my vacation and everything. Um, so we were supposed to go to Nigeria for a little bit. So I was gonna, you know, we were gonna go for an event, a special event. Um, but then I was gonna get to meet Oki's side of the family there. And then after that, we were gonna like make a stop in Ghana and just kind of visit, see how it is. Cause we always said Ghana is kind of like our middle ground. Because, like, before we got married, we would talk about, like, if we were to move back to Africa, obviously, I can't bring him to Cote d'Ivoire. He doesn't speak French, unless he learns. But He, he would not, learn. <laughs> <laughs> he would learn. He would be forced to learn. But um, And then Nigeria is kind of, like, out there as well. But it's kind of far. So we felt like Ghana was a nice middle ground between the two countries. So we said, let's go visit and see how it is. And we have Marissa's mom, actually. She's from Ghana. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about Ghana so many times. She has a house there. She was just like, you guys can come stay with us. So it was going to be like a nice thing to just go visit there. And then we were going to go to Cote d'Ivoire and then visit, see my family, my sister. So it was going to be like a nice little African trip. And then I wanted to do like a little island. Um, what's that place? If I think of the name, I will say it. But it's like this island of the... Uh, coast of africa the east coast of africa
1: i think it's zanzibar
3: zanzibar there you go there you go so we're gonna go to zanzibar that was the plan maybe like a vacation between seeing all the families and friends so hopefully we can do that it doesn't look like it's gonna happen soon now that everything has changed mm-hmm. and i feel like it's too far you know right now so we might do like something closer, like Hawaii or something, something in the U.S. I should
1: say. Um, for me, those countries like at the top, they're like a little far fetched. But once the world opens up, like wide, I am for sure going. Namibia is like at the top of my list all day, every day. Um, I just I can't wait to. Um, and I have a friend who lives there with her husband, and she, she loves it. She's from Bermuda, but she married a guy from Namibia, and she lives there, and she loves it. And she posts, like, the most amazing pictures of there. Um, so Namibia, which is in Africa, on the continent of Africa. Um, Tanzania was one of them. Actually, both are on my top. If anything, inland, like on the, here in the States, Colorado – which is the most attainable one, which I'm planning in like the next couple months. I don't know why I've, I've had a desire to go Colorado for a while now. Um, so that's my plan. And um, of course, Switzerland has always been at the top. Like it's ever since I was a child and I read the book, Heidi. It's like, I don't even want to be in the city. I want to be in the Alps. That's like my dream. So those are probably my top destinations.
2: So as far as, um, I mean, like, if we're talking dream destinations, since I was a child, my dream has always been to go to Africa, always. Um, and I, I think I always just saw, saw, like, Kenya and, like, South Africa, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, we have a friend that went to Namibia, and ever since then, Namibia is pretty high on my list if I ever go to Africa. And then, you know, years and years and years ago, Boko and I talked about going to, um, like Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire so I think just in trying to learn French like Cote d'Ivoire is kind of high on the list now too and plus I would know people I could be connected to people so um and then the other you know big dream spot would be um India and I, I think the reason those were dreams is because they have elephants, both of them. I was really trying to mm-hmm. think, like, and colors. Every mm-hmm. time anything would be depicted in movies, both India and Africa are, like, really colorful mm-hmm. cultures. Mm-hmm. And I love all the colors and the elephants. Um, but um, I have never been to Hawaii, which is a shame because I live, you know, in the Pacific Northwest and getting to Hawaii is a direct, very inexpensive flight. (laughs) I have a friend in Maui that has a house. Like, um, I can easily make it to Hawaii, but I haven't been. But if I go anywhere in the next couple of months, it will be Hawaii because I'm thinking of going there for my last two weeks of school so that I can get away from work and brain activity and just focus solely on school. And uh, my friend said, even if she's not there, I can... I can stay at her house. So that might happen. And then as far as everything else, like it's always been my dream to go to Italy. Um, I've definitely wanted to go to Iceland, you know, like different areas. But um, I think with my big plans to move to hopefully the south of France, I'll have access to Morocco easily. I can pop over to Spain, which I've never seen. I can I can explore Italy, which is, you know, a 30 minute train ride away from the town i'm really looking at staying in um but just being able to open up that side of the world mm-hmm. i'm really excited about that
0: um <clears throat> okay so my destinations are primarily based on like the languages i either speak or i'm like trying to learn In terms of travel, um, as far as like the destinations that I'm thinking of for my first solo trip, um, well, obviously I speak French. So, you know, that puts a lot of countries on the list, but um, I don't, I've never had like the biggest desire to go to like France or, I mean, of course I would go, but it's not, it's never been at the top of my list, um, France or Belgium or Switzerland even. Um, But uh, I really wanna go to Spain. Although the Spanish that I'm used to is definitely more of like the, you know, Central and South American. So I do worry that the accent would kind of go over my head, but I can study, you know. And then Portugal, I, I don't know that much Portuguese, but it's so close to Spanish and French that I'm sure I can, you know, if I study, I can pick it up. So Portugal more so than Brazil, but either one I would like to do. And then um, South Korea, that's like the big one where it's like, I mean, I've been trying to learn Korean for years, but Korean is so different from, you know, the romance languages that um, my Korean isn't very strong. So that's, and obviously it's the furthest. So that would be like a big leap, but it is on my list. So yeah, those are my potential destinations. But I'm thinking probably Europe is the most reasonable option for my first trip. So I'm kind of like it's a toss up between like Portugal and Spain, but those are the countries that I'm feeling for my first trip.
2: I would highly encourage Portugal just because mostly everyone speaks English. And on top of that, it's, I mean, if you look at the statistics, it's an insanely safe place. Like it's so crazy safe. I don't even know why it is the way it is, Um, (laughs) but the people are so friendly and they're always like, wanting to help you and they want to like feed you and the food is really really good Mm -hmm. as long as you like meat the food is really really good i'm not a big yeah not so much
0: but i mean i eat it you know
2: you might be after portugal
0: (laughs) i'm not like a vegetarian or anything but it's not you know i'm not like a meat lover Um, But, yeah, I think Portugal is really making it. I think also the thing that appeals to me about Portugal is the size. I feel like I could reasonably see, like, a lot of it, you know, versus, like, Spain being pretty big.
2: If you like history, too, and, like, if you want to go to the Azores Islands, that's a whole separate experience, but it's really close. And then mm-hmm. there's all those castles and things throughout mm-hmm. Portugal. And then you have the city of Lisbon. Like the history in the city of Lisbon is insane, and you can just feel it by walking mm-hmm. the streets. Like it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I think Portugal's at the top of my list, especially when you say four ninety
2: nine. Well, from Boston, you have to get to Boston.
0: first. Oh, I could do Boston.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have, like what
0: a cream pie and some beer, and then
2: well if i see any deals i'll send them to you
0: thank you so next up we're gonna hear from one of our good friends and listeners steph um she's gonna share a uh funny story of something that happened to her when she was traveling
4: i was really young i was probably like seven or eight um uh we usually would travel by ourselves when we were younger our parents were too busy (laughs) to travel with us or Maybe it was a time for them to be by themselves, and they, they would ship us away. So this is us traveling this time from Haiti, which is in the Caribbean, to Canada, which is I don't know, like a couple, like literally maybe like a ten-hour flight. It was a direct flight, ten to twelve-hour flight. Um, so I remember, and I always forget, but whenever the little cart would come around and start asking us like, what we wanna eat. The little flight attendant was like, okay, sweetheart. And I started to be like, again, seven or eight. She's like, what would you like to drink? (laughs) Milk, (laughs) juice? And I said, no, I want coffee. And she's like, no, what would you like to to drink? And I said, coffee. Uh, Don't know about anybody else, but in my country, coffee as a child is definitely fine and legal. But she says, mm, I don't think you should have coffee. <laughs> and I looked at her like, what do you mean? Are you taking my coffee away from me? So next thing I know, she brings me a cup of hot chocolate. Did I ask for hot chocolate? No. I remember there was a passenger, a grown-up next to us, and was like, oh, it's okay to give them coffee. And she still didn't give it to me. Um. So I don't know if there's any morals to the story, but I guess when you're a kid, don't order coffee on a plane. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it seems pretty well, young for coffee, but well, uh
2: I, I wanna say that I started drinking coffee at eight. Woo. So totally yeah, I'm five eight. Okay, okay. I, it didn't I, I think that's a myth the stunting growth. I thing. must be,
0: because I also I mean I wasn't like a big coffee drinker, but I did drink it. I'm five ten, so yeah.
2: Yeah, I loved coffee. My dad always had a pot of coffee going, and I just remember um I was probably younger than that, but someone someone in my life got one of those like iced mochas or whatever. That was the first time I ever had that, and I was hooked. And from there on out, I would like drink coffee at home. And hey, it's not like I had a cup of coffee before I went off to school. It's just <laughs> coffee tastes good. And I remember we would put it on top of ice cream because we were a big ice cream family.
0: So yeah, I I could I could just see little Miss Steph being like, "Ma'am, give me my coffee." Like I I. I can see it. And I wonder if Hinge even tried to help her out.
2: (laughs) I
3: wonder that too. Hinge was probably sleeping.
2: (laughs) It it (laughs) doesn't sound like it because she kind of ended it with like, hot chocolate is not coffee.
3: It doesn't (laughs) sound like she ever got
2: her coffee. (laughs) (laughs)
3: She didn't.
0: (laughs) She's like, that's
3: not coffee. Yeah, no, i gotta funny.
0: admit i i don't know that as a flight attendant i would give a child coffee an unattended child coffee i feel like i'd be scared that that would be on me
2: <laughs> that makes like sense. what are they gonna do though i don't all know right, what i just give them some decaf like they're gonna know the difference
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> put a lot of milk in there actually
0: that's all yeah, yeah. <laughs> this stuff would have been like black
3: <laughs> Can you take it back, please? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Steph, for sharing that story with us and with our listeners. Um, that is adorable and just so quintessentially Stephanie.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, so now we're going to open it up to the rest of our host. Let's let's talk about it. What what is like one of your funniest, scariest, you know,
3: what best travel stories? Mine is pretty short, so I'll go first. Um, It's not uh, like the most amazing story, but speaking of um, honeymooning in Fiji and Australia, so Oki was just like, you do your thing. So I just had so much fun planning that trip, looking up hotels, you know, booking, um, Airbnbs, everything, the flights, everything. So then we got to Fiji, we were enjoying ourselves, and then we were supposed to stay in Fiji, I think like three days, and we were supposed to leave on Saturday. and then I think Thursday came and we were like planning and I was like looking for flight information and everything and then I realized, we don't have a ticket out of Fiji oh. to Australia. <laughs> so <laughs> look at me looking at those emails and I'm just going crazy and I remember I never I bought everything i planned for everything all the stays all the tickets but then i realized there are no tickets from fiji to australia so i'm like okay babe okay so nervous like um we don't have tickets on saturday to australia so he's like okay don't panic just get some tickets right now these tickets were just as expensive as our tickets to Fiji. Mm-hmm. That's how expensive they were. So, yeah. But we ended up having to buy them because Oki's like, well, do you want to stay
1: forever? We can't <laughs> stay. We gotta go. So, Anyways. And we're still married, so I guess and it was, was out <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you did that on purpose just to, you know, put his to love to him. the test.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he,
3: he was passed. probably like, I'm not gonna, like, be mad or I'm not gonna stress out. We're supposed to be having fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you can't get through that, then, you know, the rest of your marriage might be pretty rough. So you (laughs) did good.
2: (laughs) I've done something similar, but it is the worst feeling when you have to admit to who you're with that you forgot to do something you were supposed to do. And now you're in some foreign country or somewhere and you're going to have to pay extra, like even Mm -hmm. like down to a car rental or whatever. But I've actually done the. I booked a ticket. I just booked it for the wrong dates. So it had come and gone. Fortunately, it was just a flight from Sa- San Francisco to Seattle. And shout out Virgin America, which no longer exists. I've loved that airline. They completely just gave me a flight home. Because oh, wow. they were like, there's no way you purposely missed your flight and are now calling like, hey, where's my flight? I can't find my flight. was a reservation. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awful. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's That's one of my fears.
2: You're <laughs> going to be fine, Jess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know. Have,
2: have, have Sarah double check your itinerary
0: for
1: you. <laughs> Right
0: <laughs> Well between the two of us I'm sure we, you know Figure it out
1: I'm ready for my story Jess Yes um, let's do this My story I was not I was not even an adult I was actually three years old And I, I know you're going to be like How do you remember this <laughs> But I was there And there are pictures to prove it um, I was three years old the first time that my dad took us to Cameroon to visit his family. So my dad's from Cameroon and my mom's from Ghana, but we live in Ivory Coast. So my dad has a Cameroonian passport, of course, and my mom has a Ghanaian passport. So we went. I don't remember, obviously, where my other siblings were. I just remember it was just me at that time with my mom and my dad. So we go into the country together, but my dad has to leave. First to go back to work so my mom and I stay back probably like a couple weeks to you know mingle with the family and we get to the airport and they don't want to they don't want my mom to take me out of the country they think that she came into Cameroon and stole a child because I don't (laughs) have a passport at all yeah I don't have any papers Wow. And so, and so they went and detained me and detained my mom. I don't know if the airport had like a daycare for kids, but they took me away from her. And she said, clearly, like I am crying and I'm like saying, you know, I'm saying mom, mom. And she's like, look, she's, she's calling me mom. And they're like, so it doesn't mean anything. And so they took her and it was a whole thing because I had no papers to prove that I was her child. So that was the day I got my first passport. And at <laughs> three years old, Just at three years old, I got my first hey,
0: passport. Hey, hey, okay? hey, hey. Just <laughs> add a zero to that and we're the same.
1: <laughs> and there's a, picture, <laughs> there's a picture of me, like, crying. I'm just, like, oh. standing there right there crying because oh. they have to take a picture of me and do a passport, like, right there on the spot. So that, like, and give me pictures. It was, it was, it was insane.
0: (laughs) Well, Jenea, I know you have a pretty um, interesting story.
1: I I feel
2: bad a little bit about telling the story because it sounds like all your fears are being discussed. But I guess the good thing is we've all survived these stories. Yeah. So, but this Mm -hmm. one is definitely not going to work well for your. (laughs) Um, Okay. okay, So that trip I took, the three month trip I took by myself to, um, I went to Oaxaca. Which is a phenomenal place in Mexico. If you guys ever want to go somewhere in Mexico that's not like your classic like beach trip Mexico, like Oaxaca's, I can't even explain it. It's insane. It's awesome. Um, but anyway, um, I went by myself. I went to this like immersion school for a month or whatever. But I was there for two months, and um, I think it was like three weeks in there's this area called the Zocalo and it's the downtown kind of area where all the tourists are. And, and I happened to go during monsoon season. So, and I found this, (laughs) I bought this laptop for that trip and it was so old and heavy and like it didn't, it couldn't operate with the battery inside. So I had to plug it up into like the wall and finding a place where you could have coffee. Right. I'm like, I want an internet cafe or something, but you couldn't really find it. I found this guy from Texas who had a classic like, you know, kind of American coffee shop and he actually had outlets. So that became my like every day I would go there, have coffee, plug my computer in. um, And the rain always starts, I swear, at the same time of day, which is like kind of early evening, late afternoon. And it just pours. I mean, to the point where you're, you can just see it just like flowing through the streets. It just immediately floods everything. And, um, uh, I ended up staying at the coffee shop till it closed. So it closed like 10, 30 or something, right? Because it was just raining and gross. Finally, I leave and I'm walking home and I just get this feeling about two blocks in and I, I have my back, my computer, super heavy computers in my backpack. And I you know I have a way of walking and I know I'm alone. And I <laughs> for this trip, you guys, I even bought a very simple wedding ring. It wasn't real, of course, but I, I had a whole time I was there. Um, I read it in some travel book that if you're traveling alone as a woman, you should wear a wedding ring because like at mm-hmm. the airport or something, people don't know if your husband's in the bathroom or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I wanted it to be super simple. So they didn't think I was rich either. And like kidnap me. <laughs> so like, I didn't know what I was preparing for, but you've heard the stories. And I was like, I don't want to be a statistic. But anyway, um, I'm walking home and um, two blocks in. I'm like, wow, it's really quiet. You know, it had never been that quiet. And I walked home every single night at this time. And I go, I chose a different street because it's lit up the whole way. And all of a sudden it just kind of dawns on me. I remember seeing this like couple making out on a bench and then there's like no one else in front of me anymore. And I just kept hearing um, change in someone's pocket, like hitting against their thigh. And I remember thinking like, huh. No one keeps up with me here, right? Like, I walk, I'm, too, I'm tall and I walk really fast. And in Oaxaca, every, everyone's like real chill and like, you know, chill. Like, no one's in a hurry to get anywhere. It doesn't seem, anyway. And um, I was just, it just hit me weird. Like, I'm like, oh, I've been hearing this change or keys or whatever hit this person's thigh for some time now. And I'm thinking, someone's keeping up with me. And, um, you know, walking a little further, still hearing it. But I'm, I can't look back, right? You can't acknowledge the fear. You can't look. You can't let someone know you're fearful. Um, but I, it got to the point, you guys, I was so scared that, like, I was watching my shadow cast on the wall as I walked under the streetlights. Because I knew, like, okay, is there someone behind me? Like, I, if you've ever had someone stalk you like that, it's so deafening. Any kind of noise, it sounds really, really, really loud. And so I was thinking like, well, if all I'm hearing is his keys, what if someone is behind me? So I'm like watching my shadow cast against the wall, each light, because I'm thinking, well, if there's not a second shadow, then they're at least as tall as I am behind me <laughs> or something. I don't
1: know. The, wow. You
2: guys, the, the brain is amazing. It finds ways to deal with situations when it's when it's in danger. So I'm looking forward. I see this big, huge tree. What do you know? It's above a van, um, but it's right under the streetlight. So if I walk under, if I walk through this area, the whole sidewalk shadowed everything. Right. And I'm thinking I'm not walking into the shadow until I know for sure there's not someone behind me. Cause I, I had a feeling the key, the person with the keys or the change was across the street. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm, I got to turn and look. I can't just walk into a shadow without turning and looking, you know, and I turn and look, there's no one back there. But the moment I turned back, I will never forget all of a sudden that change and the keys just started like speeding up. It was like, oh my God. and I was thinking, Mm-mm. and I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's coming at me. Like I just knew in my heart, in my mind, but there was a part of me that was hoping I'd see him run past my peripheral, you know, but he didn't. And, you know, in those moments, everything's so slow, but then so fast, but it was, I just was like, I don't see him in my peripheral. The one thing I gained in my life at that time is that I, I boxed for a couple of years and I knew you can't fight an opponent with your back. Turn to them, right? You have to turn and you need both feet planted and you have to face your opponent. And it's just, I just knew that I had to do that. I have no idea if the guy was just trying to touch my butt or steal my backpack or something worse. I have no idea, but I knew I had to turn and face him. So I did, I turned, and the first thing that came out of my mouth, and I remember it was like, it was like my voice went out even, because I was just like, what are you doing in English, of oh, course. Oh, no. And, and, I, and I I hit him. I went to hit him, and he was like right behind me by the time I turned. I so hit there was him. someone.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Oh, oh I, was I was 100% being stalked. I mean, it, it became very clear <sighs> to me. And, and that was the thing. I was like, I have to look and see if someone's behind me because – yeah. And then once I heard the keys, I just I kept hoping I'd see him run past me and he didn't. And I just knew, you know, you just know when you know, you know, girls like mm-hmm. listen to your gut. And I knew something was wrong way back in this Oklahoma. I was about a half a mile from there at that mm-hmm. point. So this is how long it was going on. Anyway, the guy I, I hit him. Some of what you do in boxing, too, is you guide people out of your way. But honestly, I think he was so surprised I turned around to face him that he kept running. But So my hit was kind of, like, weak and, like, lame. And I was really mad that I didn't get to hit him more, like, harder. (laughs) And I just remember seeing him run. And he runs, no joke, like, three blocks without turning back. And right when he got to the very end of the, like, the street, I just saw him kind of turn back and look at me. And I, my heart, you know, obviously was racing. And I was just like, I was angry, like so angry. And I was thinking, how would I have said what I want to say in Spanish? And I was trying to think of like really bad words. I didn't know any, but I was like really mad. And I, was just, I wanted to tell him to come back and fight me like, man, I was so mad. I was like, what a coward. And like, I just was angry. And um, anyway, then, you know, I got, it's crazy. I was by myself. No cell phone. I mean, I had a cell phone, but I was in Mexico. I didn't know how to work it. I remember stopping at a pay phone with my calling card, trying to call home because I just felt so isolated and alone. And it was really weird, but I was still really angry. But I was like, who am I going to tell about this? Like, I-, I wrote it all down, you guys. Like, I'm not someone who goes home and like write stuff, but I didn't know what to do. So I actually have it in like written form, mm-hmm. the details of everything that happened. And the next morning I woke up and I just wanted to throw up. Like the idea, all of a sudden the fear set in, you know, that the night before you're in adrenaline, you're in that fight mode, right? And the next morning I was like, oh my gosh, like what could have happened? And from there on out, I can't say I was like scared, but there was this guy friend I had made in my class. And once I told my class about what had happened, like he was like walking me everywhere from there on out. But... Yeah. You know, it was, it was an intense story. And, and to this or intense experience to this day, I still, am always wondering like, what, what did he actually want to do? Like, what was he running at me for? And I will add one more piece to the story is I used to have these dreams that like someone was attacking me. And when I went to hit them, my fist would go limp and, and I wouldn't be able to speak. It's very strange dream, and it, in some odd way, that's exactly what happened with this guy. Like you I had turned and
0: you had those dreams before this experience. Yeah, I've wow. always had
2: those dreams. Like I've always, for some reason I don't know. I'm sure some psychologist somewhere could explain to me why I had dreams where yeah. I had to <laughs> why I had to defend like myself in my dreams you know it wasn't even that it was just kind of like my worst fear because those were literally nightmares like right? when I went to hit someone to get them off of me and yeah. my and my fist didn't work um that's well, just a fear I mean yeah cause I have it happens
0: I have dreams all the time where I just don't have any strength even if I'm not trying to fight but like even just doing normal things I just can't you know pick up a cup or whatever so I think it's a common thing in dreams that
2: maybe you're not yeah. able
0: to you know do the it's, thing, whatever
2: it's it's just, I mean, I think, I think if he didn't keep running, I definitely would have knocked him to the ground because he also was like super short. I mean, yeah. I mean, really, I, that's the other thing too is like as he ran closer to me, I just wonder if he was like, "Wow, this chick's tall." Like, I don't know, but yeah. I think
0: probably <laughs> he 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 might have. But my theory, you know, is mm-hmm. that he probably was going to attack you, but you threw him off,
1: I mean, and
0: so. he just booked it you know I think he just yeah because I think it's more common and I mean I'm not saying you know do that but I mean it worked for you because some people it wouldn't throw them out but I think a lot of these like you know um predator types like if things don't go exactly the way they're supposed to go in their head they get thrown off and they you know they're not that uh bold so they rely on the element of surprise maybe he shouldn't carry whatever was jingling um
2: so (laughs) (laughs) well I don't know if he set out that night to find a victim I just think it kind of like I think everything lined up perfectly and you know it's just it's one of those things like I'm even though it was like a really scary experience having it makes me realize how aware I actually am even though I think I'm like in my head a lot of the time but like I'm really aware like and also, mm-hmm. I, I kind of think in patterns a lot. Like, I, I recognize patterns a lot of the time. And I think that's what it was. It just really threw me off. Plus, i had already had the mm-hmm. thought that if I literally said to myself, well, if someone was going to try to attack me, tonight's the night. Like, I just, <laughs> I just felt it. And then <laughs> to hear that change just over and over and over mm-hmm. again, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. something's not right here. And it's just so funny because I chose that street because it was lit up. Like everything was lined up mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. for me to defend myself. And never in a million years would I have thought I would turn to face my, my attacker. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just knew there's nothing I could do with my back turned to him.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And you think let me mm-hmm. run. Like I can run and get away. And I probably could have outran him. But you don't know that when someone's running after you. Yeah. And I just knew, I just knew my only way of defense here is to turn and fight them off. I mean, I had a really heavy backpack. <laughs> I just, the idea of running just, it wasn't, it didn't even occur to me to run. It yeah. was really funny. Actually. Good job. Anyway, yeah. woo, talking well, about it. My heart, my heart's <laughs> all going right now. <laughs>
0: we're, we're glad it ended the way yeah. it did. Good because, job. You know.
1: Yeah. This gave me nightmares. I feel like this was one of your podcasts, Jess, like Uh, the (laughs) True Crime podcast. Well, I don't need (laughs) them anymore.
0: (laughs) Now that I have that story, that's life for you. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
3: And I love that you you went and wrote about it because I I wish I wrote about experiences like that um more not like in a bad way but like just even really good experiences because my memory is terrible like (laughs) i can't remember stuff from two weeks ago so because i had when i went when i was going back because when i came here in 2006 in 2010 i went back to visit home and i was 17 16 17 and so in the airport when i was in dubai there were, I had like a stalker because I noticed them everywhere I was. And I was in Dubai mm-hmm. over 24 hours. I was in the airport for that long because my, my flight, I was like on standby on one of the flights. And then there was no space on it. And then I had to wait for the next one, which was going to be like the next So it was over 24 hours. So then I noticed this guy that was like everywhere I went kind of thing. And then I remember that I started talking to another guy that I recognized from the plane I took to come to Dubai. And then that's when I noticed that he was he had disappeared. But I wish I had more details to kind of piece everything together to like really know what happened, what did he look like? It's like really weird. So I wish I wrote about that so I can tell the story so people, you know, can be careful about stuff like that.
2: I, I and I'm not someone who does that, but I, I'm I think that's what was so amazing about that trip being by myself is because there were a lot of experiences I was having for the very first time. And um, mm-hmm. I wanted to tell someone about it, but I couldn't because it wasn't, you know, we didn't have cell phone plans like we do now at that time. That was 2007. It wasn't like forever ago, but long enough ago that international phone calls and texting was like insanely expensive. Um so my only option really was to write about it until I could talk to someone about it but yeah it that was a trip.
0: So funny thing normally I end my episodes with like a this one time type of story but guess what we just had four stories. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell you a story. You got you got stories. Um so <laughs> yeah, I'm a genius. Look at the way I crafted this episode. Uh, I'm impressed by myself. That was that was great. Um, so, um, so you can follow us on Instagram. It's care to explain underscore the pod, and that's explain without the e. And thank you, you know, for the continued support throughout this first season of care to explain. You'll notice that I said first season. Um, we actually have a special announcement. This is the end of season one. Oh my gosh, we made it through a whole season. That's 11 episodes, <laughs> six. I just six got goosebumps. Months. I think it's, <laughs> I mean, technically, it's more than six months because we're almost at the end of June. So yeah. shout out to us, shout out to you. um We have, you know, built up a, a nice little following. We're really excited for, you know, this journey so far. Um, but we will be taking a little mini break, you know, a summer break. Um, but we will also be checking in throughout the summer. There are going to be, you know, shorter episodes that are more like chit-chat than topic-based. But you'll definitely be hearing from us throughout the summer. However, at this time, we don't have like an exact date of when we're going to come at you. We're just going to, you know, pop in on you every once in a while. So, um, yeah, but definitely we're going to be... Um, still posting on our Instagram, still you know poking our heads in every once in a while, but we will be taking a little break and um, doing some some relaxing, maybe some vacations, maybe some, you know, definitely some summer reading. So um,
2: <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add? I just want to say I do promise. I, I have to promise, otherwise I will keep saying I have more time, but I do promise I will put out part three of Mm -hmm. the confidence factor during our break, during our summer.
0: Yeah, so that's coming at you over the summer as well. So stay tuned and, (laughs) you know, like I said, we'll be checking in, but we'll also be back for season two in the fall. So we're not going anywhere. We're just, you know.
1: Oh, here's what I want to say. For uh, I think this is a good time for people to catch up to some Mm -hmm. of our past episodes Mm -hmm. if they haven't listened to it, you know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, start with start with number one <laughs> i was gonna say
2: actually go go backwards because because they're no. kind of hard to get through in the beginning uh-uh. I think sound, our sound was so bad in the but beginning. you have to start at the beginning so that you can you know see oh, how far we've sweet. come
0: yeah okay
2: well just know then just know that we were recording on our cell phones guys there was a lot of broken sound and volume changes and we got it together mm-hmm. and now we're here season two
3: will be better Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're gonna hire yes, a sound engineer.
0: We're gonna um, we're gonna get some studio time. We
3: might well, monetize might this by podcast. We're yeah. gonna start doing live
0: shows. It's all it's all happening.
2: We're gonna meet Dang. Oprah.
3: You oh, know. Oprah's
2: gonna meet us. <laughs> oh, oh on. And, Will, and Will's go. gonna get us on Ellen, or right, take us. Or well, no, not on Ellen. He's gonna get us the replacement spot mm-hmm, for Ellen. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> thank you
0: Will Yeah. <laughs> He did. He he put that on Instagram. So it's. I mean, he's. Contractually yeah, it's, it's in writing. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's
2: hilarious. laughs> yeah, and All I right. just I want to I want to thank our listeners again. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for your guys' support, and thanks for giving us a reason to have a reason to get together. I said mm-hmm. reason twice, but I think you guys get it.
1: Oh <laughs> well, if important. we're doing last words, and I want to thank you guys because, like, I mean it was a bit, it's a big commitment. Let's just be honest, like just thinking of what to sit, you know, how to prep an episode, sit here and do it and, you know, like appreciate each other and, you know, being respectful of each other and editing and posting and, you know, adjusting because I just like you know, recording on the weekend. So more than likely <laughs> I'm like, can we switch today, please? So um, thank you. Thanks yeah. to you guys. That's what I want to say, because this has always been like, Something I've wanted to do, so I'm glad that I I'm doing it with you guys. Me I too, Boko.
2: And look yeah. at four women working together and valuing mm-hmm. each other. And, and nobody mm-hmm. has
0: cried. Um, nobody's well,
2: moody.
0: Yeah, nobody's well, yeah. Well, we haven't showing, cried showing the their podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't cried as the result of a fight or anything.
0: <laughs> right. I, I haven't <laughs> seen any of you guys cry.
3: So if you're crying, we, it's on your own. We've had some time. moments. <laughs> the podcast didn't tear us apart.
2: No, no, that's yeah, good. No. no, that's right. We did talk about that in episode we one, didn't we? We didn't that. know Boka was choosing the podcast no matter what, if I recall right. So
1: yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but look you guys. I won't do it without you guys though. Unless yeah. add, I will add another person, but I don't want to do now, without one say, of you guys. Now well, that she knows <laughs> how much work it is.
3: <laughs> hey, if we come back well, for season two with only three people solo
2: (laughs) that's what the break is gonna
3: do to her (laughs) yeah i do hope our
2: break doesn't tear it apart no i think well first
0: of all it's not a real break because we're gonna be we're gonna still be recording and releasing episodes it'll just be a different schedule we're calling this the end of season one we're gonna have summer break check-ins and then we're starting season two. So you know the grind doesn't stop it's just it's just um
2: it's we're not on a schedule We're mm-hmm. on a different we're just schedule. having fun That's we're, we're yeah. summer. a fun summer, summer. Yeah. Let's, well, let's for me fun I'm, I'm, For me I'm just having a school summer but you guys have I'm oh,
0: sorry well hopefully hopefully you get that Hawaii <laughs> trip in.
2: Yeah, that would be really great. yeah I love that for you would be really great thank you. I love it for me too. <laughs> We'll see. Now I need to book (laughs) a (laughs) trip.
3: All right. So
0: we're gonna end there. We yeah, thank you for listening to this episode and all the others. And we'll end with merci à la prochaine. And we will see you next time. Boko, your name keeps getting shorter every
1: time you come on. I'm dying. <laughs> it's just going to be B. Next time, it's just going to be space. <laughs> it's just, like just going to be blank because I'm just going to put a space. <sighs> you right. I didn't know if anybody was going to catch
2: that. I just kind of happy my name.
0: <laughs> that is, I'm actually crying a little bit. <laughs> it's just B. Okay, so welcome back for episode eleven. I want.
2: Sorry, wait one second. I that's need just... to connect my mic. So <laughs> okay. I send, it sound that's okay. I just don't want it to sound. Different. Yeah, yeah. You're good to go. Okay. Round trip from Boston air airfare. <laughs> That was wrong. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Um. Where are you guys, you know, planning to go whenever you feel safe to travel? Can you hear my nephew screaming? Okay, cool.
1: Do you want to say that t- question t- again? Or? I, I mean, you should cho- I don't you think should he's totally keep- stop.
2: As I say, you should totally keep that question in the podcast. Can you hear my nephew screaming? (laughs) Because
0: I'm sure they're wondering, is someone being tortured back there? No, it's just a very excited (laughs)
2: three-year-old.
0: this is, you know, that's how it is.